Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. My name is Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Will. Oh, I'm Man. I'm Jeremy. It's fine. He, he's faster than me today. That's fine. <laughs> oh my gosh, what happened? No, nothing. I'm just... It's fine. You sound really quiet. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just been down today. It's yeah. good, yeah. Is there anything I can do? No. You don't You don't look <laughs> down. You're smiling. But you're, well, I'm just, it's forced. You're trying to like sound sad. Can you open your you eyes look, and look at us, please? You can't, no, because if I do that, I'll, I'm just, let's just move on. I'm just, okay. okay. my throat's dry. Well, it is, you know, we record this on Monday, and Jeremy has a hard time on Sunday sometimes. So. No, on my Sundays? throat's dry. You have coffee. You have. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Everyone has I knew, drinks I knew, but I knew me. That, I knew you were going to bring this up. Everyone has drinks but me. So I went and I bought. I bought four drinks. Oh, so no. yeah. There are four of us in this room, right? I bought four drinks. Uh huh. And on the on our text thread, sure. you said you didn't want anything. No, but that yeah, that's I like, still bought no. four drinks because I knew when we got here you were yeah. going to be like, oh, everybody got something, but I guess Will didn't no, bring me anything. No, this is what anything. you do. You buy the thing that you know I can't drink, and it's like it's like <laughs> it's like me going, hey, do you want something? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. You still out of being polite, you I get got them you. something. So everyone knows this. Jeremy has a very healthy diet. Um, and I got him by antioxidant infusion. I don't even know what that means. It sounds healthy. It, <laughs> sounds healthy. It's only got 10 calories, cherry flavor, one gram of sugar, no artificial sweetener, no flavor. I, like okay, if you could, if you could consume anything, you could consume. I can't. This. So let me let me explain what. So when it says it has carbs, that means that that's a lot of sugar that it has in here. It has no, a lot so of sugar. got one gram. I don't know how much that's, a gram is, but that's not very much. It's less that's, than a teaspoon. What, actually, it has 11 grams of carbohydrates, so what on earth is that coming from? It's not carbonated at all. You Are you being serious? You, this is the second time you've said that. It's funny, but I'm worried that you don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't uh, read the nutrition things. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, it has artificial sugar in it. So, I, I'm just curious. What how, many, how many grams of sugar is in it? It, it says one. There's oh, 11 okay. carbs. Listen. Well, look at the ingredients. I, that's that's when you look at the ingredients. I know, to find but that has a bunch of chemicals. When you, as but when you open it, there's no like it doesn't fizz. There's no <laughs> fizzing. Yeah. It doesn't bubble or <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. So I don't know how you're saying there's so many carbs in it when it doesn't seem uh, carbonated. Good to point. Me. It's it's lined. So so here is yeah, but that's not, that's not carbs. That's 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 artificial sugar. Um, well, regardless, sugar. Uh, today's episode brought to you by by antioxidant infusion drink. I I. I cannot believe we would accept money from them. Wait, I was going to drink that. Are you going to drink it? You bought it for me, now you're drinking it? Yeah, I'm definitely going to drink it. <laughs> I really was going to drink it. I'm really thirsty, but it's fine. It's good. Oh, would you like me to make you a cup of coffee? No, 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 no. It's okay. I'll sit over here and pant. Well, see, here's the thing. I actually asked you I, at 12.56. I said, does anybody need coffee or any lunch or anything when no, I had that way? I don't. Listen, I don't need coffee and I don't need lunch, but would I like a little drink? Sure. You know, Why little, didn't you say that? That's because I, I, I don't want to beg. I don't want to beg. I wouldn't. I just want people to do something nice for me without me asking. That's all. I is that too hard to ask for me not to have to ask? Listen, this is twice in a week. Last Monday, I asked you when I left here if you wanted something to drink. No, I, I'm not going to be here long enough. And yeah. I brought back two drinks for Baker and one sure. for Will. And That's you're true. like, oh, yeah, I don't want to bring ask. me back. I asked you. You didn't ask. Well, I know, but I don't want to. Oh like, my I, I want you to. I just want you to bring it. To me, to the table. Okay, well, you get water from now on, okay? <laughs> well, that's better than nothing. nothing. but water. Nothing. Out of the sink, though. Unless it's Dasani. It comes out of the bathroom sink. <laughs> oh, my god. Unless gosh. it's Dasani, then that's basically Oh, you're getting water. my blood pressure all up. Okay, so. Um, like the Fiji. What? Fiji water. If you're going to get a water, it's Fiji water. Why? 
Yeah, it's just just better you quality like the most water. Expensive water. Of course. I mean, don't people like the most expensive cars and most expensive shoes? No, not always. Most expensive. Well, that's I like because they never they, because you have what? I like to go to Gabe's. Oh, they said something else. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to know what you're talking. <laughs> oh, mom. Oh so, man, what are the questions today? I get me excited. Well, uh, first I wanted to, I wanted to talk about how you all have displaced me, and that you are making me um, <gasps> partake in all these changes that are happening. There, yeah. there are changes happening. They're a good lot, changes, a though, lot. but they're good. Changes, changes, changes necessary sometimes. Change is good sometimes. Is that a song? So you're talking about the new recording location? Yeah, sure. Tell our listeners what's going to happen. Well, to our faithful few listeners. You will literally not notice anything change. (laughs) There will be be no change for you whatsoever. So that's it. That's the big update. I don't know why Heather's all been out of shape about it. You know what? You weren't here earlier. We, uh, I was telling Will about my friend in Logan who says that he listens to every podcast and he even went back and listened to the ones from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow. He said he really, um, just listening and not looking, that he really thought he related more to Will. Well, that's most people. But then, whenever he, <laughs> but but when he sees, but he when he sees you, like he can definitely relate because he likes sweater vests too. Oh, okay. And sandals, etc. Yeah, yeah, so classy. Um, no. You know what? I almost classy wore sweater. County man. Dude, I almost wore sweater with no shirt underneath it. I just wanted to come in. Sweater. Oh, I'm sure that's how this guy dresses in Logan County. That's <laughs> no. how people wear sweater vests. No, he's a he's a great guy. Sweater vest with nothing underneath. It. Shout just, out to Kenny. He'll give Guns you a discount. Out in the sun. He'll give you a discount. Kenny Jeffries. Kenny, State thanks Farm. for listening, man. Yeah, man. We're going to change our recording location, and Kenny, <laughs> you won't notice a difference. You won't notice all. a difference. <laughs> now we, so New Heights Church has three uh, spaces. We have our two Sunday campuses, and then we have a, a, a freestanding office space, which is where we are mm-hmm. right now. Um, but we're getting rid of that. Yeah. It's a downsize from COVID. This era but we we've had the office we had the office before we had the Milton campus. This is true. Before we had the Valley campus. This is also we've had true. the office for a long time and but now that we have two we've so gotten two buildings. So changed everything else. My Moswell changed this. Well, too, we've got right? two buildings. There's no point in us having storefront office. Right. So we we got we did a lease on this not realizing that in that next year and a half we were going to acquire two, two buildings. Yeah. Right. So so the lease Makes is running sense. out. We're not renewing it, and we're gonna in the in our other two church buildings. We're gonna have a permanent office and a permanent studio for uh, for the podcast. You know what's interesting? What we're going to have an exit like they do on Friends. It's because it's like the, it's like the Aww. closing of a chapter. We're all gonna turn off the lights. Yep. We'll look back at the empty you room and put my keys on the counter yeah. like they do. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. leave your oh, keys. Yeah. yeah, you'll leave your keys all today. Yeah, after yeah, okay. we're done recording, this is the last out, episode, yeah. and then we'll yeah. Like sadly, sure, do you have your keys? sadly look as we close the door. Yeah, that's gonna be sad. Yeah. Do you not talk? I miss. I miss. I'm gonna miss so many things. For example, I love where the bathroom is placed because I go to the bathroom oftentimes with the door often. open. Oh gosh, and, you go and, to it often. Yeah, I didn't people know on about Main Street and Milton can see you using the bathroom. <laughs> that won't happen anymore. There, man, there was one time I rarely shut the door that. and the whole family came in. Oh, I was, Stop. I was, so, yeah, that, I mean, that was just a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was, he and I were in here talking about something, and he, <laughs> he likes to go to the bathroom and keep the conversation going. I'm used to it, but like, <laughs> a whole family, mom, dad, the two door kids. shut, unexpected. I thought the door was still open behind me, so when I, when I heard someone, I kind of turned around, I was like, oh, the door shut. Well, thank goodness that for gravity. Yeah. They, yeah. they walk in and they're like, hey. <laughs> oh, mom. 
Okay, well, so we're just going to keep trucking along and pretend like we didn't talk. just spend a lot of time about you uh, using the bathroom. So um, you guys have been working through the book of Mark, um, and we're up to Mark um, chapter 2. I think um, verse 22 was where you guys stopped at yesterday. Um, So we had a few questions. You've been keeping up with the sermons, Heather? Yeah, I have. Okay, good. I put the verses right here. See? Mark 2, 18, 22. Good. I listen. Thankful for your faithfulness. Um, How did Jeremy do yesterday? I was in Logan County and. um, (laughs) What? Oh, yes. No, nothing. Go ahead. You're in Logan County. I was in Logan County and I have my phone here and have my Bible out. And we were also coloring um, at Hmm. the table because Benjamin, you know, he kind of likes, he has to do something to listen and stuff. Benjamin likes Pastor Jeremy. He does. He likes Pastor Jeremy's videos. It's like he relates uh, really well to Pastor Jeremy. Now he doesn't like he doesn't like to listen to Pastor Jeremy preach, but he likes oh. his kids' videos. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. I don't. I don't. I don't like the sound of my voice either. He's like, oh, that's Pastor Jeremy, and he like runs back to his room and locks the door and hides. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna will listen to me preach though. Uh, he will for a little bit, but then in his attention span, he's like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom, and then he never comes back. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people at church do that. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> There's I'm, a line at the bathroom. I'm guilty. Yeah, yeah I stand yeah, back a there. A lot of people do that. My cup sometimes. Yeah. No, Jeremy did a very good job. Um, I really liked yesterday's sermon um, because fasting is something. Um, Fasting is something that I didn't really um, learn about a lot growing up. It was something that really wasn't covered as much as it probably should have been. Um, so I was really interested in yesterday's sermon. So he did a uh, he did a pretty good job. Yeah. And I was impressed that he didn't have a sweater vest on. Are you fasting sweater- today, Jeremy? Is that why you're not drinking the drink I bought you? And that, I'm, I am not. I am not. Oh. No. You said you weren't eating lunch. So no, if- <laughs> no, no. I'm, I mean, I, I'm going to eat. I'm just. Not even lunch paper. Here. He's going to eat paper. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so to back up um, the beginning of chapter two, um, we're going to cover a few questions um, from the beginning. There's just one question from the beginning of chapter two, and then the other questions kind of come from the passage of scripture yesterday that you guys covered. Okay. So the question was, um, at the beginning of chapter two, Jesus heals a paralytic man. Um, so... How did the faith of this man, of his friends, cause Jesus to forgive the man's sin who was paralytic? So I think this is a really, um, so Tim, if you're listening, he, he asked this question. And I thought it was really, really um, a, a great question. And one that I think we talked about. That's a real guy, by the way. Heather's know, making I, a face I thinking like, you made up this name. About? No, no, no. no. Um, Tim asked this question, um, yeah. and we talked about this, I think, in, in sermon You can see it on your face. Uh, yeah, I was very <laughs> concerned. I was like, who's he talking to? So, so I, I want to, I think when we read scripture, um, specifically Mark, I think we, uh, I mean, this stuck out to me as well. It's hard for it not to. But we're, what we're seeing is the point of Mark's story is really about that Jesus can forgive sins. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Not every dot is connected. What I mean by that is that we see the faith of the friends um, and, and the man being brought. I think we can say that if, if there were four friends and one paralytic, that total of five, then all five people had faith. So I wonder to myself when I read this, I wonder, in fact, I think this was in my notes when we were doing sermon prep. I wonder if these four people had been, uh, had heard John the Baptist preach about Jesus. Had they heard about Jesus, had, had as people were gathering and listening and starting to hear this man, um, I think we also forget how close proximity a lot of these things are from one another and that Jesus was starting to gain a crowd. Uh, 
that they had faith that Jesus could do something about this because Jesus was, maybe they believed that Jesus was the Messiah since he, this is what John the Baptist was saying. So this is how I take it. I take it that these men um, all believed this man was the Messiah and he uh, healed the man, he, he forgave the man's sins, not necessarily because of the faith of everybody, but because, the, but, um, but in, in essence, uh, this man was among the friends, their faith, meaning all of their faith, but it was the man's faith that that healed him, so to speak. Um, but that's that doesn't that seems to maybe I mean that could possibly answer, but it doesn't give a satisfying answer. So you would say like in verse five when it says when Jesus saw their faith, it's not just he saw the four faith, right? He saw the five. He saw of the five had faith, right? And he had the faith, and he forgave not his just sins. the four that carried the man, right? So I don't think it's the the, the faith of the friends is what heals the man, so to speak. Mm-hmm. God doesn't credit their righteousness to to the man. Um, I, I do think the men brought him there for the sole purpose of getting his body healed, right. but with the understanding that he was the Messiah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the faith that's being discussed. This man is the Messiah, which again, which is John the Baptist's, but what he was teaching. It actually makes me wonder if, um, you know, if you might ask, well, why didn't he forgive the sins of everybody, the other four guys? Why right. only this one? And all I can think, my only thought was, well, maybe again, maybe they had heard some teaching by Jesus already. Maybe this has already happened to them. And well, they, right. they kind of went to some pretty extreme circumstances right. to get the man to Jesus. I mean, they took the roof off the house. So, so I say all of that, and I don't think I'm, I'm out of out of uh, that. I'm wrong in saying some of this because John talks about hey, like there were many things that were said, right? If everything that was said that was written, right, there wouldn't. What is it? What's the line? Uh, if 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 everything were written down, all the books in the world could not contain the works that Jesus did. Right. We see that Jesus says a lot more than what's what's written down. He mm-hmm. does a lot more than what's written down. There were other people in the crowd that he's speaking to that he's interacting with. Uh, there, there's there's news going around about this Jesus guy. We see crowds with John the Baptist with Jesus. So I, I don't think it's so crazy to think well, maybe they had interacted with well, Even before. like the teachings that are recorded are so short. Yeah. So it's like Jesus didn't gather a big crowd and then preach a three-minute sermon and right. then leave. It, right. It's like we get right. three verses of yeah. it. It's like, no, he said way more. Right. But it, we get we get kind of, yes. you know, obviously it's inspired. It's the Word of God. Um, but God sees fit to give us what he gives us in his Word to reveal himself. Yeah, and, well, because uh, of the purpose of Scripture. Right. right. The, the purpose isn't necessarily um, about the other people. As much right. as, and even I would even argue that it's not even what we see here. It's not the purpose. Isn't even the the process of justification. The the purpose here is that Jesus can forgive sins. This is who Jesus is. He's right. the Messiah. Right. And but I think um, I, I think it's important to note that Jesus is deity. All of these instances in chapter two and the beginning of three. There's there's five instances of him kind of butting heads with the Pharisees, like all in a row. Mark puts them all together. And every case, the Pharisees have an accusation, and instead of just outright defending himself, Jesus actually shows himself to be God. Yeah. Um, and and the, first, the first one is him forgiving sins. Now, when, when Jesus forgives someone's sins, the, their faith that they have ultimately comes from, from him anyways. Um, Ephesians 2 says that, we're saved by grace through faith. So faith is the avenue, but the faith is that we have is a gift from God. So so 
God initiates it every time. Even when we have faith to believe that he can do something, it's still initiated by Jesus. Yeah. And so that's what, that's what's at play here is God's sovereignty, Jesus' sovereignty, when he's able to say, son, your sins are forgiven. He, and, he, and he says, hey, I have, the, I have the authority. I'm the son of man. I have authority on earth to forgive sins. Um, but you, you could see why, because it, the idea that it is because of their faith that it's linking the forgiveness of sins to a... Um, uh, it's 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 it sounds like it's dependent upon their actions. So uh, you can see why that would stick out so much right. and, and be like, oh man, that's doctrinally that we have a problem with that. But right. again, I I don't think it's necessary that we read it that way. Yeah. Well, and I think it's it's also helpful if you look at verse five when Jesus saw their faith. If you if you understand the source of that faith was was in God in the first place. Right. Um, yeah. That that's that's a good point. That's I think that's necessary to to kind of man. It, I, I, that will send us down a road, a rabbit trail we don't mean to go down if we continue yeah, that. Right. So we don't have to. But I think that's so great and understanding. In fact, I, I read yesterday Ezekiel, um, oh, uh, chapter five, I think. But here, it was it was talking about rabbit trail. No, 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 no. But no, we're in Ezekiel. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. I it's, bet where you God, read that. It's, it's where it's where it's where he says, "I'm going to give you a, a heart of flesh. I'm going to take mm-hmm. a heart stone, give you a heart of flesh. Yeah, and and I will make you obey my statutes. I will and I will make you um, follow my rules. Yeah, and so. I love it because even in that, right, that the, these men bringing him to them was part of this. Is God wanted this? He desired this. He didn't catch him by surprise. Um, maybe Jesus and his humanity wasn't expecting all the twigs to fall on his head. I don't know. That, that I've always been curious a little bit about that. That you know, that yeah. humanity. I, I did. Right. So, so I told the, I told Tim. I said something to really watch. I thought they handled this well. Was uh, the show, the chosen? Yeah. I, I I don't know if you remember this clip. I actually thought this was really interesting because I was watching this show right after yeah. we did the sermon. And the woman, the friends that bring Jesus or bring this paralytic to Jesus have an interaction with Jesus prior right. where they see that he's the Messiah. Yeah. And they go, oh my, it's like, oh my gosh, this he really is. Right. They believe and the so one. like, we got to help our friend get to. Yeah. So, and, and so that that's and when I saw that and I preached it, and I think I said something about that in, in the sermon. And when I watched it, I was like, I thought, I love how this, again, the, 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 the show is not trying to be a Bible study. You know, they take it, was it creative? Uh, freedom. Freedom, yeah. But but I, I love how they, they, see, they see there's a narrative. They see there's a, oh, that's interesting. And then they try to explain it in a way that is possible. Well, these things are happening it. in a small town. Right, when, yes, So Jesus yes. tours. He kind of goes around. Mark details that in the first few chapters. This is Capernaum, right? Right. But, yeah. yeah, when he's coming back to the to the area of Capernaum, he's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really like a small rural town. Um, it's Milton. Yeah, it, that that would be a very similar way for us to think of it in modern terms. Would yeah. be similar to Milton. You got yeah. you got guy and a uh, guy in Milton who's healing people yeah. and who's turning water into wine. And you're thinking, though that didn't happen. I don't think Capernaum, but but that would get around. So there's five things that happen um, in chapter two um, and the beginning of chapter three. So you have the healing of the paralytic. Jesus responds by forgiving sins. Um, you have the calling of Levi, or as, as he's more commonly known, Matthew. Jesus responds by calling himself the physician who's coming to call not the righteous but sinners. Again, claiming authority, sovereignty, deity. And then what we just preached this past week, the third instance is um, the issue of fasting, uh, which we're going to talk about more in a moment. And he responds by saying that he's the bridegroom. Again, alluding to Messiahship, deity, uh, sovereignty. 
the next two that we're going to be going over the next couple Sundays um, are a debate uh, over the Sabbath and, and what the purpose of the Sabbath is. And he calls himself the Son of Man who is Lord of the Sabbath. And then he heals someone on the Sabbath, um, again, showing his authority. And so like his answer to all five of these um, these controversies with the Pharisees all center around him proclaiming to be deity, proclaiming yeah. to be God in the flesh on earth. Uh, another answer to this question and though this may not be, people may not like this, but I think maybe maybe the best answer to this question is just simply I don't know, and I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay with being like I don't under, I don't I don't know I don't I don't I I can tell you that the faith of others did not give him righteousness um, because I think we can clearly show that in scripture, but like I think there's I think I think we need to be okay with a little bit of mystery. I mean I think I can come up with plausible explanations, but I'm okay with some mystery. I didn't used to be okay with that. I used to want to have an answer for everything. You're just getting old and tired. Maybe that's what it is. You're just getting no, tired of research no, and stuff. No, here's the thing. I realize there's a lot of deficiency, and when people start explaining things, there's a lot. You start trying to explain away stuff without just being like, like going, okay, you know, this is this is God, and yeah. uh, I'm a man, and I and I can't understand all things. So did you do a lot of fasting growing up in the, uh, in the Episcopalian church? So we used to do Lent. First off, I just want to say, Tim, that's a really good, great question. I thank yes, you for thank asking you. it. I really, I do, I do appreciate you for that. Um, in the Episcopal Church, we did have Lent, um, and Lent. Uh, yeah, we would we would not What's do that? something that for like a season. In your laundry. We would find stuff in the laundry, right? We'd collect the it. Lent trap. <laughs> Oh uh, no, I would, I would, I always joked. I said because we practice Lent in the house, and um, so what would you give up? Uh, skydiving. That's what I did every. You year. always gave up skydiving. I did every year. I was like, I'm giving up skydiving. Everyone would laugh, and then they'd move on to the next person. That does not surprise me. Yeah, because they knew they would ask me again. I'm like, still skydiving. You know, I'm still. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not giving up. You anything. have not changed much <laughs> from boyhood to adulthood. You're the same person. No, I would give up. I, I love the idea of Lent. I really do. Give up skydiving skydiving. last year. Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty sure we had a discussion last year about Lent, and you went on about how you don't give stuff up. No, that's not true. I just made I made jokes about I just made jokes about. Oh, made jokes. (laughs) But no, I I think I think the listen. I told we had it. We observed Ash Wednesday this past. Uh, the beginning of this is true. This past great, yeah. February, and then COVID happened. Yep. Thanks a lot. I don't COVID. think people took it seriously enough. Um. <laughs> I did. I was there. Weren't praying enough. And <laughs> that, that's what happened. If more people would have showed up and fasted, maybe we wouldn't be in a pandemic right now. Yeah. So let's talk about fasting. Um, let's talk we have a couple it. of questions, but I wanted to. Uh, so, Jeremy, you all did observe Lent mm-hmm. growing up. Well, what I about you guys? Do Lent. No, I grew up in in the country church, and and we didn't. We would have thought Lent was in the dryer. That's what we would have thought <laughs> yeah. Lent was. So, you know, I, I'll be honest. I don't think I learned a whole lot or heard a whole lot about Lent until I was an adult. Um, yeah, we call that we call with, that high church. So, like, w- the the high church tradition, like, we knew nothing of that. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, so, yeah, I mean, growing up, we didn't uh, – we, did, did, we definitely didn't do the formal thing with, like, Lent. It yeah. was – it was way more so did you, casual church. Did you learn about fasting in your church? Is that something that you feel like you were prepared I would, for I like going say, into adulthood? I wouldn't say that it was like never mentioned, like that we didn't yeah. ever talk. I mean, I'm sure it was mentioned. I mean, Jesus preaches about it in the Sermon on the Mount, so I'm sure it had to be mentioned at some point. But I don't recall ever um, hearing people talking about, you know, in specific times of prayer to also fast. Yeah. Um, I just never heard that. 
So, so what do you think? So I, I also, I mean, I know that the word fasting was brought up in many sermons when I was growing up, um, but to actually be taught by like a, you know, a Bible teacher or like any of my youth group or Sunday school teachers or anything like I don't ever. And that's, you know, for me, that's where a lot of stuff, where things were taught more in depth. Um, and I don't ever recall. You got a problem with that? No, you, you said something I thought was pretty profound. You sighed real big. Like, no, it was, it was a thought. I was like, huh. Hmm. I just, there was a connection you didn't like I made that with Sunday school. No, 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 no. Um, I'll tell you what. So, I, go ahead. so yeah. um, I like I learned a lot from a lot of my, the teachers who you know went more in depth with those sort of things. But fasting was not something that um, I was really prepared for. I think as an adult um, to know what it is, to know how you should um, fast, to know you know. Well, it's it's kind of it's kind of tricky though, right? Because yeah, there's a couple is. of things as a, as a Bible teacher. Like this is this is my job. Um, I teach the Bible, and as a Bible teacher, there's a couple tricky things with fasting. Number one, Jesus tells us not to talk about it, so yeah. it's hard to talk about it a lot when Jesus tells you not to talk about right, it. Right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, we need to teach on it because it's in the Bible, but um, Jesus makes it very clear that you're not supposed to like make a big deal about it. The second thing is you mentioned, you know, being, being in youth group and Sunday school and that kind of thing. It's also kind of weird to like train kids to fast. I don't know yeah. when you should do that. Like, like I've, I've never implored my children to fast because they're kids and with their physical health. And we fast every and, Saturday. Do you really? No, I'm kidding. I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> Have you ever like fasted with Claire? Or? No, no. And actually, I when I was I brought up this week. So this discussion has kind of got me thinking about it. Like, yeah, should sure. I be doing that? Absolutely, I think so. I mean, I, I don't like. I definitely think that I could have been taught about it as a teenager, um, yeah. because there were definitely things I could have fasted about, yeah. um, and I would have really liked to have known about it so that as I became an adult and there were things that I wanted to pray and fast about that I could have. Um, I didn't learn about fasting until probably like three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, and that was, I was doing a Bible study that really went in depth about. Um, so let's do the, a quick overview in case, in case maybe some yeah, listeners yeah. don't even know what we're talking about. Let's do a quick flyby of Bizarre. fasting. Um, and, and listeners, we would encourage you to even, you know, this is not going to be all encompassing, but go, go study this, search, search the scriptures for this. But um, Jeremy, why don't you kick us off? Talk about fasting in the Old Testament. You know, I, I was trying to play with Instagram, but okay, I'll do yeah, this. Stop, get off Instagram. Well, listen, I was trying to Tell me about fasting <laughs> in the Old Testament. Okay, so the Old Testament fasting, we see a lot of it being tied to the Day of Atonement, right? You're supposed to fast one day a year, and it was... Uh, I actually during, took notes on this. During, oh, good, good. During the Day of Atonement. And it was... And so this is where I think it probably was done with family, by the way, right? Because the mm-hmm. household did it. Yeah. And... Um, now, it was done because it was attached to a public ordeal. We talked about this. It most likely became a public um, practice. Uh, so um, in the Old Testament, yeah, that's what it was done for. It was done over grieving, lamenting, a mourning for a family or for, for a nation, for specifically the nation of Israel. Um, and we see that it moves up to four times a year uh, in Zechariah's that are in exile. And, yeah, then it goes back down to one once they're not in exile. But... And uh, we see Pharisees practicing it on Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah, what's interesting is it was it was commonly practiced when when you were in lament. Yeah. Um, and I, I think of at least in West Virginia, when we lament, we eat, right? Like yeah. We feast when we're sad. We don't really. We don't fast. So, so I really love. Yeah, I mean, your when, example, when there's a funeral, Jeremy. 
we we take food to the to the family. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love. Yeah. I really loved your example, and I never ever imagined. I never thought about that as yeah. lamenting. Um, so if if you didn't uh, catch Pastor Jeremy on the live feed yesterday, um, he talked about when he a couple years ago. A couple years ago, um, a funeral procession was driving by um, and people got out, pulled over and got out of their cars um, to kind of show their respect and to lament. And that is something that I um, like I've always grown up doing and I don't think twice about it. Like I pull off the road. um, I don't get out of my car, but I just pull off the road. I think it's more of like a sign of respect just to show what the I mean. But I it's, really it's like love we're here that. for you. Yeah, we got, we got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a collective um, emotion. Yeah, like we're yeah. gonna we're gonna feel this with you, even if it's just for a moment. I was actually Saturday. I was in Logan, and um, I was coming. I was going back to my mom's up Omar, and there's a funeral home on the way to Omar. And when I came down the road, there was a funeral service happening. And when I was going back to Omar, um, we were on. If you're if you're familiar with Logan, y'all won't get this, but on the four no, I'm, lane, I'm very on the four lane, yeah, I know the four we don't lane. call it 119, we call it yeah, the four the lane. Four on the four lane, uh, traffic was stopped. I was going toward Omar, and the funeral procession was going toward um, the fu- the cemeteries that are down at Pex Mill and um, um, down in Chapmanville. Yeah, towards um, Pex Mill. Sob. Uh, Jeremy <laughs> um, knows that area but like well. The, yeah. But traffic was like stopped on both sides of the road and stuff mm. um, on the four lane. And out, it was just really cool to be able to, I don't know. Yeah. I, to me, that's just a way that you can show family that you're being respectful and never you're sorry for their loss. Never heard of it. I felt like a complete jerk when I found Plus out. Plus, you'd never done that before. Never had I done it. I've been here for Oh my gosh, 16 years. Mm-hmm. And a couple years ago, yeah, I found out, I found out, it's something on the wheel. Like, yeah, man, people are pulling over, getting out of the car. And he tells me, I'm like, I think he's like joking with me. I'm like, no, that's, he's like, yeah, I'm I, like, quit being a jerk and driving <laughs> everywhere while there's funeral processions. <laughs> like, I knew like you're supposed to, uh, someone's going to throw something I, I, in your I, car. I just never, I just never heard of that. I never heard of that. And so it was, I don't, I don't know of a lot of other places that do that. Yeah. So um, it, it, it kind of, so anyways, that, that's kind of when I relate fasting to and it's a great example because it's a it's a um it's it's a collective uh, lament together Mm -hmm. um but then but then we get to the new testament right jesus Mm -hmm. teaches about fasting we really just have the instance of him teaching about it in the sermon on the mount and he doesn't say if you fast he says when When you fast fast. when you fast do it this way and he says anoint your anoint your face or anoint your head and wash your face Girl, wash your face and fast, and so stop. Sorry. So all that is is basically he's saying, don't look all gloomy and, and draw right. attention to yourself, yeah. but but make just just act right. like you do on a typical day, right? Yeah. And and so it's not. So he says, don't make it so public. But the reason was is because Pharisees were making it about themselves, about themselves and not right. about same thing. He does what they were doing with not prayer. The practice of so it, like yeah. he he says essentially he preaches essentially the same teaching about prayer. Yeah. Don't. Be, he says don't stand on the corner and use big words yeah, and be fancy. Yeah. Because yeah. that's for attention, not but, for. But nobody not to says God. don't teach about prayer because Jesus says don't be right. public with it. That's so true. it's the same. It's the same idea. And so um, I don't think you always have to fast when you're praying, and I don't think you have to be like the Pharisees and fast twice a week and all that. But. Um, I think I think from what we have in Scripture, it does seem to indicate that there should be some level of fasting that's happening in the Christian life. So, go, yeah, I was, I was just gonna I was just gonna thought that was that that uh, when he talks about don't disfigure your face, and he compares it to the Christian with with washing your face. 
Um, so I thought that was interesting because this figurine is he's not talking about people cutting their face. People would make themselves look worse than what they actually were. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they would, to me, this kind of goes back to last week with those uh, with those emos. Oh my gosh! You gotta you wash gotta your let, face, you emos. Let, you gotta let go of that. You gotta let it go. You're, you gotta I'm give done. that to God. Yeah, you're out of control. You're gonna you're gonna get censored. Yeah, I know. I, I, in, all, in all seriousness, I um, yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to last week. But if there is, I do think there's something about teaching this to our to our kids. And uh, and so you think we should do this with our kids? Yeah, I plan on it. So. I've never done this, and not, I, not, I think not with food, but I we think, can fast other things. Yeah, and I, see, that's I, the thing. I like, think, I think fasting food is powerful, though. It can because be. It, because it can be. you're giving up. You're giving up something that you have to have so daily. I don't, I mean, I don't think you know. Regularly. So I'm going to be a health educator. My profession's yeah, going to come into view for that. a second. Like it's really important for kids to have every food group, the certain, you know, all the recommended amounts. So I really don't think that it's good to fast foods, fa- <laughs> go to fast food, to fast food with your Are kids. Are you talking against no, I'm not McDonald's, talking about McDonald's or something right now? No, I'm not. Does, I, don't, I don't think it is sponsor, good. not but if they do, we'll, we'll change our tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think it's, I don't think it's good to fast food with your kids. But we did this really. So um, what if we did, what if we did one meal? What, see, I don't. Like the, so, like, like let's say the Basham family has something very serious we're praying about, and, and I tell my kids like, "Hey, we're we're all gonna not eat lunch today, and we're gonna we're gonna take thirty minutes, and we're all just gonna go and and talk to Jesus for a little a little bit longer than we would on a normal day because so, we have this great. I need. mean, they wouldn't die or be malnourished. I know they wouldn't die. For it, you know I, what I mean? But um, would you would you call CPS on me? If no, I did of course that? I wouldn't. Um, but some people would say that's extreme. No, I I think you can teach kids that you can fast different things. Um, when we when when one of the natural disasters happened um, about. Eight years ago, we I was teaching teenagers, and one of the things that we did, we did teach about fasting. And um, when we, you know, we had planned, we had talked to him about what we were fasting. The kids were not going to tell us what they were going to fast, but um, we were going to all give up something. And every time we thought about that thing or wanted that thing, we were going to pray for Haiti. That's when everything mm-hmm. was going on with Haiti. Yeah. So we kind of just we took a week to kind of talk to fast and pray for Haiti, and. Um, we did not talk about what we gave up, yeah. but we just talked about like how that impacted them and how that impact impacted their prayer life. I think it's a good um, way to do it. It it is. I, so I think like you know I think you can do certain you're things not like holding food from youth. What's he doing, Jeremy? You okay, I'm censoring myself. I'm just thinking of funny emo jokes. I'm just, gonna. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! But no, that was the way that we um the we kind of we introduced fast. I know we should. We need a mute button. Yeah. Um. Maybe in our new location we can Please, wire Baker, that in. Write that down. Yeah. Um, but no, that that was the way that we taught fasting and that we kind of introduced it to him because um, sometimes, you know, a lot of times, you know, we all need food to survive. But a lot of times there are other things in our lives like our phone or so um, you would, that we right. feel like that that we feel like we can't right. live without. So you would say maybe we'll. Do the same principle with your kids, but say we're not going to play with toys for half the yeah. day today or something. Yeah, I think that'd I mean, be a I bigger that... sacrifice to my kids. If they yeah, say you can't go, you can't have playtime right now, but we're going to go pray. Right, that would be yeah. like me saying, Jeremy, you can't eat the chips. Like, and hey, cheese. we're not going to, we're not going to play the switch today because we're going to pray. Hmm. I mean, that's a big thing that we do in our family. We love to play the switch together. We do, you know, Benjamin does it sometimes. Like, if we're, what are you face making about? The, s- the Nintendo Switch. Get, you don't you know need to switches? get your kids a. 
Like you go like. Tick, 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 oh God. Not a light switch. You're not being a grown up right now. Listen, I'm sorry. I listen. I just because I don't know what I don't know what gaming system. Okay, well you know what? Be a good dad and buy your kids video games instead of worrying about your Dungeons and Dragons crap. Be a good dad and get your kid video games. I don't think I've ever heard that one before. Well, you know what? You could play Lego Marvel, Lego Star Wars. You could play this with them. Okay, well, we I'm do saying. too. I'm just saying, I, I don't, don't quit, not quit judging switch. us, Jeremy. You judged me. I just didn't know what the switch was. Calm down. We judge you all, all right, the time. Calm and down. Settle down. All right, no, look. So I, I think that uh, the reason I said something earlier, you said, you said something profound about youth um, groups not teaching about fasting, and I wonder. This is just an idea. I think of uh, because youth is so much about um, come and get, come and get, come and get, come and entertain, come. That when I was a youth pastor, like my my catch, like my hook was free pizza. Free every food, week. come yeah. on! To, to tell youth, you have to give up something. Hey, youth, come and you sacrifice. Sacrifice. <laughs> right. That's no one wants appealing. to. No one that's wants to appealing. come to youth groups then. But be, but but quite frankly, um, that's youth done with an evangelical like, yeah. kind of mindset. Um, if, if you're, so I think that's, I think that's kind of, if, if that's your mindset, that's okay. I'm not demonizing youth groups that, that are done like that way. Youth groups that, that you were, were, uh, came after me and pursued me and brought me to Jesus, right? That's not, right. that's how it was done. Um, but I think in homes, if we're looking at discipleship, I think that right. this could be a really wonderful tool and one that, yeah, as I was preparing this week, I thought, man, I've neglected this. I've, I, yeah, I've, I've not brought this up. <clears> just like as this. a dad, it, yeah, this might well, we, be, I, I might looking, need to step the game up here. Right. I was looking at, I was looking for kid sheets and I couldn't find anything. It's like, you know, you, but. Well, you're looking on the wrong place. I'm going to give you a list of for resources. L, for LDS. It was like LDS and, and Muslims. That was the only thing I could find. He, print, he printed. He actually printed off all these Muslim coloring sheets for our <laughs> church, did. and we had to like we had to tell him like Jeremy, this Scratched isn't okay. Scratched out a law and put, put yeah, Yahweh. He put Jesus. <laughs> he wrote Jesus. Wide he out. used white out but on every sheet. Still see through. Yeah. Oh, um. Okay, so. Um, That's a joke, by the way. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't he print didn't. off Muslim he, coloring he's sheets. He's too lazy to print stuff off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Funds are funds are low right now. We can't print nothing. Facts. Um. So what what do you think some misconceptions are about fasting? Um. I I think maybe a misconception is that it's that it's for like the either the religious elite or the religious nut. It's like That's what, you're either like super holy or you're super crazy. Yeah. If you fast. Um. But I think I think. Part of what plays into that is because it's not talked about a whole lot. Yeah. So when when it is talked about, we see it as like extremism almost. So when do, when mm-hmm. should when what are reasons or causes to fast? So I think the I think the clearest one is lament. Um, so I think a lot of times we look at it and we think, okay, when I need God to move in a situation or need God to do something, I think that is a time. But the clearest place in Scripture is lamenting. That's good because so, you know I think that that even changes the the way that I've thought about fasting in recent years because I've always thought if I need something if I need God yeah, to, that's, to that's, come through so that's kind I'll of fast. like what I was brought up to understand what fasting was for like if you if there was a really important decision you had mm-hmm. to make yeah. you know if if well, there was a situation you needed God to move in like you would fast and pray about so it so I think I think lament and repentance. Are, are bigger causes for fasting. So I, I'm, I'm a bit of a, see, I was a bit of a skeptic when I hear stuff like that. You? Being skeptic? St- I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Um, so, like, Jerry Falwell, right? Um, Who's that? 
I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Some news just came across our table. By uh, the, yeah, by the sun. Uh, yeah. So you're talking about a rabbit trail. Yeah. That would be a I'm rabbit trail. I'm not doing that. I'm not it, doing that. I'm not we're doing talking that. about Falwell Senior. <laughs> yes. Not, not Jerry Junior. Not Jerry Junior. We're not going to talk about Jerry Junior today. <laughs> no, old JJ. Um, if you want to go to coffee and talk to me about Jerry Junior, I don't. Think we so. could talk. We could talk a okay, lot, but on. not today. Get yep. it out. What are you so saying? while saying was Jerry Senior uh, fasted and, and said, "Listen, I, in, until I get this money for my school, I'm not going to eat anything." And I mean, it was he very, ended up in the hospital. It was very public. Yeah, it was very public. And so I look at that, and he's been he's been like, that's like a story people like loved. That's just that always felt weird to me. Number one, like, are you trying to change God's mind with fasting when you do that? Yeah. And not only that, but like to me, like because I'm a I'm a skeptic and and. You know, I tend t- to take the worst for uh, in people. Um, it's it's just, I mean, it's something I struggle with. I'm not proud of it. Um, I do the same thing with myself if it makes anyone feel, feel any better. So <laughs> I, I uh, but when when I look at them, like, is it is it like a way to show people like this is my holy cause? Like, give me money. Like, look like look how holy the school's going to be. Kind of like, feels like it's for it. Well, I mean, I mean, to me, that's maybe, for maybe attention. That's unfair. And then, and I, I and I think to myself, I battle. I'm like, man, that's unfair. You don't know this guy's heart. But like, I think scripture's so clear about not doing it in public, so your motives can't be twisted. Yeah. Right. And when you see these guys, and I, and guy dude ended up in and not in the hospital, so I don't think he was putting you know black makeup on his face. Uh, to make himself look sad. But could that not be the same thing? Like, to me, disfiguring yourself is, like, to where you're extreme, you're, like, harming your body. Um, if if you do that to yourself so much that you have to be hospitalized for it, I mean, is that not yeah, more attention, like, I, publicly? I just, I don't, I don't understand. Like, oh, the attention, yeah, the, I think the attention is definitely wrong. I know, You know, I actually know someone who did a 40-day fast. So do I. Um, and... Did not tell anybody, and, and to this day, I won't tell people who it is. But I love that I was like in I don't, on you it. You can tell like, people about me. I don't mind. No, it was definitely not Jerry. Not- <laughs> definitely not Will Basham either. No, but no. Uh, so they fasted food. Yeah, he's a he's a very holy man, um, and he uh, yeah, just very close to the Lord. And, and he just drank water. I don't even know the the reason. Do you know and the extent of like what he fasted? Like he fasted all he, food. He drank like broth, like okay. Was it like bone broth or yeah. like chicken broths yeah. and stuff like that? I hope it had salt. So he so he drank I'm like sure did. broths and soups and stuff like that. But he's holding your and, nose and, and drinking straw. Gets down. I think I think he did all drinks like like maybe I think he would even have like, like yeah that. even like but even like coffee soda stuff yeah. like that. I think he did all that. But um but yeah like no I mean, that's no solid it, yeah. foods for forty days and um and it, it was like I I ended up like asking him. Because he was like losing weight, um, yeah, and that's how he—that's how I found out that he was doing it. But he's super humble about it. He didn't like make Facebook posts about yeah, it or anything. Yeah. But day well, twenty-three, yeah, <laughs> right. And, and I just like it was between him and the Lord. I, I don't need to know what yeah. prompted that. Yeah, but, um, that's good. So, but yeah, I think I think they're now. I don't know that I'll ever do a forty-day fast. I probably won't. But no. um, but I think at times I think the I think the pressing thing need to needs to be lament and repentance. Um, but I think there can be times where, where we're facing uh, situations, trials, where we need God to move that we can fast and call out to Him as well. So Yeah, I think I think repentance. So those right. are like three main reasons to fast. Right. So I, I Lament, would, repentance, and um, supplication, asking God for something. So I think that, yeah, when, when I, like, the idea of repenting, like, make make my heart right with you, like, when I'm feeling distant. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to with kind of withdraw now something that you see in in the medieval times that was done that's really unhealthy is people fasting as a way of uh of penance 
not not repentance, but like I'm going to punish myself for yeah. sins, right. um, as if Jesus's sacrifice wasn't enough. And they, they, some people would do this until the point where they starved themselves. Yeah, I, w- I went to this um, this monastery where it's kind of known for doing that. It's beautiful monastery, um, but they they would go there, they would starve themselves to death. Yeah. So don't do that. Um, so you were talking about for. Um, for repentance like how do you, so if you're fasting like how long do you know to fast do you just kind of set like a time like i'm going to fast for 10 days and or until you find peace with i, I don't know i mean the I bible mean, doesn't give right us a right or wrong line. answer to that i mean i the longest i've fasted i think is two days um so i've not done like a really long fast okay um i you know i i don't just so because, when you just fa- because I'm not very disciplined, I couldn't really see myself going. So when you fasted, like, did you that. say, okay, I'm going to fast for two days, or after two days, did you kind of feel at peace with? So my my more common fast will be a day a day of fasting. Okay. Because I I, th- I don't know I think I kind of fall back to that because of the Day of Atonement because yeah. the the one biblical example of like a corporate fast was a day. Yeah. Um. So. A lot of times, I you know, when I fast about something, I'll just go a whole day without eating. You know, you know what I think? It, if if there was a, um, so that's kind of like my standard. But yeah. though, though I like Lent, I think a I think a good, um, if I was, I, I think a good day to fast, if it was one just to kind of that like I wanted to make annually, um, that wasn't like something some sort of deep repentance or something yeah. of that nature would be Good Friday. Yeah, I think I that'd be that. a good time just to make it on. I'm like, I just want to. Not so. Here's a good question: Is is there a place for corporate fasting, hmm. where <sighs> where a local church, where the elders of a local church could could say, "Hey, we're all going to fast." I, I've because, known churches because we that need, have done this. Oh, I have too. I, I mean, when we were entering into a staff and elder retreat, where we were just praying about some some changes in the church, I, I even suggested fasting. I don't, I wouldn't have called that like a corporate fast, but. Um, I think I think there could maybe be some situations where we felt strongly enough that you know yeah, our, so. our church body needed to repent or seek the Lord. Yeah, that we could yeah. call for that. I mean, you're not going to twist anybody's arm, but yeah. Um, I, I mean, you see kings doing that in the Old Testament. Yeah. Uh, this is a it was it was narrative. It's not indicative. It's not telling right. us what to do. But still, um, it could be an example that we could follow. But um, I think I think a fast needs to be it needs to feel sacrificial. Yeah, it it's does. like um, I think on most days I don't eat breakfast anyway. Yeah, so, so if you so get like, I'm fasting breakfast joke, yeah. to you know kind of to <laughs> yeah to lament wow. something or repent. Like throwing shade at my skydiving thing. Yeah, yeah, he is. I, I really am. Yeah. Hard for that. That's not actually <laughs> you need to a get sacrifice. It yeah. So yeah, but we, so, so that's I, why I say a day is like more yeah. fitting. I think I think for most of us that's that's where you're really going to feel the sacrifice and and put put some serious time into prayer. Right. Okay, so last last question, um, and we'll get ready to wrap up. So, is it a sin not to fast? Wow, that's a this great is one question. I, this is one I struggled with. Because uh, first Gosh, off, Jesus says when, when you fast. Can I say I don't know? Yeah, you yeah. can. I think, I, think. I might I might land on I don't know on this one. Okay. Oh, I mean, I would I would definitely. I mean, it, just any Christian that would ask me, you know, Pastor Will, should I fast? I would definitely give a strong yes you should um scripture kind of says but i would have a hard time mandating it in any sort of regular way in the life of a christian okay so let me ask you this is it a sin not to sacrificially give 
What does that have to do with what we're talking about today? Well, yeah. I'll, I'll take you that. Okay. Yeah. To sin, not sacrifice. Yeah. I would say yes. It so, would be sin to, to withhold, like when when God tells us to be generous with our money. And, so if 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 we say yeah, it's a, a sin, sin not to do, like Scripture says, you should give. Mm-hmm. Scripture says you should fast. If Scripture says you should and ought to do this, and we just choose not to, how how is, one, how, how is one a sin and one not? That's a good point. I th- I think the the reason that it's it's uh, trickier for me is because giving is something that we're called to do regularly. Right. Um, I mean, Paul says, you know, on the first day of the week, he even seems to indicate it's a weekly practice from Christians. Whereas fasting, we're given no time frame whatsoever on how often that should happen. So, like, should you fast at some point in your life as a Christian? Yes. But I I I couldn't tell you you to fast every week. Yeah, you can't really put the stipulations. My my pushback wasn't that I disagreed with you. It it was one, it's it's what I struggle with. You never disagree with me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's kind of like, you know, one sin is not greater than the other. So I I just, I I struggle with it. Maybe it's like, it's like, I would, I I wouldn't want to throw a stone at someone who doesn't fast. But, but I would be very cautious. Um, you know, and I definitely would not tell someone, no, you don't need to fast. Like, yeah, you, but I also you do. I also wouldn't tell someone you need to fast this week. I feel like it's very circumstantial. Right, it is. Yeah. When the circumstances right. call for it, you need to fast, and you need to really reflect on when circumstances call for it. Yeah, well, and I I don't think that's something you can tell somebody else unless, like you said earlier, we're doing it corporately as a church. Yeah, as I def- a body. well, I definitely don't think you should fast just just because like you heard a podcast on it, and be like, oh, I got to fast now. Right. Yeah. Um, By the way, I think that's one, I think that's partly my issue with with Lent. Though I have no issue, I haven't. I feel like even the way our family did it, I'm sure there's people who do it well, and I know there's people who do it well. But my my big issue with Lent was it became like, I don't know. It was it wasn't it wasn't sacrificial, and it wasn't really a time of prayer during it. It was, was like kind of like a contest. Yeah, like, it was almost like, can I do it? Can I like a better yeah. self betterment, self more self control? It essentially, you know, what it essentially becomes for a lot of people. What's that? Holding your breath while you go through a tunnel. That's exact. That's a great way to look at it. Like that's that ex- that accomplishes wonderful. nothing. Yeah. But I'm gonna hold my breath just to see if I can make it that's, through right. the end of the tunnel. It's just like a self control type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and that's a very good point because I, yeah. I think a lot of people try i'm not going to lie and say that that wasn't probably one of the first reasons why like i looked into lint just to you know and i'm like i'm gonna see if i can do this yeah go through lint um but it's <gasps> definitely changed for me over the years um and it's it's i'm gonna punch you right in your face <laughs> <laughs> you have weak lungs it's not gonna happen it's all the cigars <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Won't happen because I was gonna try to hold my breath till the end of the podcast, but we you guys will keep talking for. <laughs> we were just gonna look at you and see throw gummy bears look, at me. Look a little dumb for a moment there. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, next week we're gonna um, be talking about the Sabbath. Um, Pastor Will and Pastor Jeremy will be preaching on the Sabbath, and um, if you have questions about the Sabbath, uh, send them into the pastors, the app, to me, whichever you prefer. Thanks for listening. Oh, <laughs>